It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is August 23rd, 2021. My name is Philip Ross, and I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the Orlando Magic schedule, the difficulties. The easy parts, the quirks, everything. We'll get into all the details of your Orlando Magic schedule. We'll get into more important stretches and more detailed breakdown a little bit later on in the week. But today, we'll break down the schedule in general, what it says about the Orlando Magic and what to expect from the upcoming season. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before you do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's such a great download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Lando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of guarantee that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on any team in the NBA? I don't care who it is. Want the lowdown on NFL teams? There's a Locked On podcast for you. No matter if it's the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So, the Orlando Magic schedule is officially out. The NBA released its schedule on Friday. I've had the weekend to stew on it. I I really broke it down and thought about it on Friday. I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on orlandomagicdaily.com. Coming up today or tomorrow, we'll go over that uh, in more detail on the podcast later on this week as well. I have a couple other thoughts I want to get in there. I don't want to be too focused on the schedule, but we're officially in the dead point of the NBA calendar, so we're going to be kind of stretching content out a little bit, and that, that will include this show. So the nuts and bolts of the Orlando Magic schedule then. The Orlando Magic will open their season at San Antonio on October 20th, marking the first time the Orlando Magic begin their season on the road since the 2015 season. They started in New Orleans that season. Uh, So very, very rare that the Magic start on the road. Their home opener is October 22nd against Evan Fournier and the New York Knicks. A couple other notes about the Orlando Magic schedule before we dive deeper into the details. Their longest road trip is a five-game, 10-day trip from December 3rd through 12th. That is their their first West Coast road trip, like I said on the podcast on Friday. First thing I usually do when I uh, get the schedule is I break down the road trips. I want to know when those big road trips are because they're usually very, very determinative of what you can do in the season. And again, most always it's in December. The Magic will also have a five-game, eight-day road trip in November from the November 15th through November 22nd. You will note that the Magic's two longest road trips happen in, before the calendar turns to 2022. We'll get into that in a little bit uh, in a little bit later. The Magic will also have 15 back-to-backs, which is about in the middle of the league, so pretty pretty good break there. Magic had 14 last year during a 72-game season. They have 15 this year, eight away to away, two away to home, four home to aways, and those home to away back-to-backs are always the worst, and then one home back-to-back as well. 
The Magic's longest homestand will be a six-game, 12-day homestand from March 11th through March 22nd. And like I said, we'll get into a little bit more of the details of, of that part of the schedule coming up here in just a moment. Uh, of note, too, the Orlando Magic will play four games on national TV. That is a league low. All four of those games are on NBA TV. And actually, three of those four NBA TV games will take place on NCAA tournament days. The four national TV games that the Magic got are December 22nd at Atlanta. That is a 7.30 tip-off on NBA TV. Uh, And then March 11th at home against Minnesota. March 17th at home against Detroit. And March 20th at home against Oklahoma City. So three NBA TV home games. And of course, many more could be flexed onto NBA TV over the course of the year. You might notice those March games are against uh, not the best opponents. Minnesota... Detroit and Oklahoma City all do not figure to be in the NBA in the NBA playoff chase. Uh, Detroit and Oklahoma City especially are likely cons- likely considered, along with the Magic, uh, three of the worst teams in the league entering the season, despite having some really nice young talent like Cade Cunningham, like Shea Gilles Alexander. Uh, so perhaps there is a chance that those games get flexed off of NBA TV. So the Magic certainly going to be operating in anonymity here over the course of the season. The NBA All-Star break, of course, takes place February 18th through 23rd in Cleveland, Ohio. The Magic will have a little three-game homestand coming out of the All-Star break. They'll be coming home from a four-game road trip, uh, playing one home game against the Atlanta Hawks before the All-Star break in February. And yes, we would expect that Jalen Suggs, at the very least, potentially Cole Anthony, potentially RJ Hampton, potentially Franz Wagner, will all be at All-Star weekend this year as part of the rookie-sophomore game. Like I said, the schedule is the schedule. Um, you know, I don't like to go too deep into a lot of things. Uh, I think the NBA schedule is about as even as it can be. I think that the league does a very good job uh, making sure opponents are pretty well spaced out. Um, teams play essentially the same level of strength of schedule throughout the course of the year. Um, but again, some interesting notes as well. Um, as you know, the Magic will play every team in the Western Conference twice. They'll play their division opponents, the Southeast Division, four times. Um, and then they will play... Uh, I think it's four teams uh, three times from within the Eastern Conference. Those four teams, the Magic will host the Boston Celtics twice. Uh, so the Boston, they play the Boston Celtics November 3rd in Orlando, January 2nd in Boston, and February 6th in Orlando. So they get the Celtics twice at the Amway Center. They will play the Cleveland Cavaliers twice, or three times as well, twice in Cleveland. That's November 27th in Cleveland, March 28th in Cleveland, and April 5th in Orlando. So the Magic will not see the Cavs until very, very late in the season. The Central Division opponent the Magic will get twice at the Amway Center are the Indiana Pacers, February 2nd in Indiana, February 28th in Orlando, and March 2nd in Orlando. So the Pacers will stay in Orlando uh, for a couple days and get to play the Magic twice, Um, as well as looking at the Toronto Raptors are the other opponent that the Magic will play three times. Magic go to Toronto October 29th, to Toronto December 20th, and April 1st in Orlando. So Ken Burch will have to wait a little bit longer to make his first trip back to Orlando. As you might have noted, uh, the NBA is trying to keep uh, trying to reduce travel again, so we do see a lot of repeat opponents. Um, that happens with the Cleveland Cavaliers, as I just mentioned. It also happens when the Magic travel to LA. They'll play, uh, they'll play December 11th against the Clippers and then December 12th against the Lakers in a back-to-back. Um, so no LA nightlife, perhaps, although the, the Clippers game on the 11th is scheduled for 3.30. So maybe LA Nightlife will remain undefeated. The Magic will also host the Milwaukee Bucks December 28th and December 30th. 
So the Bucks stay in town overnight for that one. Um, and actually, the Magic travel to Milwaukee on November 20th and November 22nd. So the Magic will pick up the defending champs all in one fell swoop. Those key home matchups, because I know a lot of people probably care more about when are the big teams coming to Orlando. Like I said, the home opener is October 22nd against the New York Knicks, not against the Miami Heat. Magic actually closed the year against the Miami Heat. Um, But some of the big opponents that you would expect, the Brooklyn Nets come to town on November 10th. That is a Wednesday. Um, November 7th, Utah Jazz are in town, so the top team in the Eastern Conference from last year. Nikola Vucevic makes his return to the Amway Center on November 26th with the Chicago Bulls. Um, Aaron Gordon makes his return on December 1st. Uh, The Miami Heat make their first trip to the Amway Center on December 17th. They will close the season as well in Orlando in April. Like I said, the Milwaukee Bucks in town December 28th and December 30th. Uh, Zion Williamson makes his lone trip to Orlando on December 23rd. So Merry Christmas to everyone as the New Orleans Pelicans come to town. Then, um, just scanning through, the Los Angeles Lakers make their lone visit to the Amway Center on January 21st. That is also followed by a January 23rd date with Nikola Vucevic and the Chicago Bulls once again. Um, Cade Cunningham makes his first trip to the Amway Center. I'm going to pull that up again because I kind of skipped over it as I'm scanning the schedule. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, He makes his first trip to the Amway Center on January 28th. So nice little run, 23rd, 26th, 28th, the Bulls, the Clippers, and the Pistons. Luka Doncic follows them on January 30th. Those are the big games uh, coming to the Amway Center. Of course, Stephen Curry as well, March 22nd with the Golden State Warriors. The Magic close their their season against the Miami Heat on April 10th, that time to be announced. And all games will be locally telecast on Valley Sports Florida. Those are the nuts and bolts of the schedule, but I want to dive deeper, and I want to tell you exactly how this schedule is constructed, how difficult it will be for the Magic to get off to a good start, and what that means for the course of the season. We'll get into all that coming up here in just a minute. But first, we live in Florida, or I live in Florida. It is still extremely hot. I mean, it's overcast now as I'm looking outside, but that humidity, when that sun comes out and that humidity picks up, it gets hot, and it is impossible, impossible to, to get away from sweat. That's just that's just life in Florida, and it is it is always, always embarrassing when you have to go outside or when you have to walk anywhere and you go meet someone and you are just sweating a storm. That's why Sweatblock is absolutely the product that you should use to help prevent sweat in your daily life, no matter if it's getting out into the Florida sun or just trying to avoid those nasty sweat stains. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed, the next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat guarantee. I know this sounds too good to be true, but I literally only have to use Sweatblock once or twice a week and it keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out, no more picking your shirts based on which one will hide sweat better, no more worrying about it in general. If you or someone you love is dealing with sweat problems, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code LOCKEDON or at Amazon and CVS. Again, that's 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code LOCKEDON. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Bet Online. It's that time of year again. All eyes now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at Bet Online. 
Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus using the promo code Locked Off. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo too. That means you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, they're your online sportsbook experts. So, I just kind of went down some of the nuts and bolts of the Orlando Magic schedule, but let's get really into how this thing is composed. I mean, obviously the opponents are the opponents. Everyone kind of faces each other at the same times. I, I don't get too d- deep into that, but how this schedule is composed is really unlike any schedule I think I've ever seen from the Magic. I can't remember a schedule that is just like this. The Orlando Magic start off with one of the most difficult stretches I have ever seen in an NBA schedule. Um... If the Magic are going to get off to a hot start, if the Magic are, are, are going to need some time to adjust, there's going to be a lot of losses. This schedule is set up for a young team like the Magic to lose. Um, there's just no getting around that and no, cha- no, no avoiding that unless this team is so much better than we think or teams that, are, that we think are going to be very good are, are going to actually be very, very poor. Orlando will open its season with six of its first eight games on the road. That is a lot for a young team. This was the fourth youngest team in the league exiting last season. They've got a new coach. They're relying on a lot of young players. They've got Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz coming back from injury. It's not even clear if they'll be ready to start the season. This is an especially brutal opening. So the Magic start six of their first game, eight games on the road. They have a five-game homestand from November 3rd through 13th. That includes Boston, Utah, and Brooklyn. And then the real gauntlet begins. From around Thanksgiving to Christmas is one of the most brutal stretches I've ever seen. November 15th through December 26th, Orlando plays 16 of 22 games on the road, including a pair of five-game road trips. There's an East Coast swing. That's the, again, these are the two longest road trips by by games. Five-game, eight-day road trip to the East Coast, which includes a trip to New York and a trip to Milwaukee, uh, where they'll play four games there. Uh, and then the traditional early December West Coast road trip that goes that sends them through California. They'll hit the Northwest in Phoenix in uh, on a later road trip. This is really, 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 really difficult, and it doesn't get much easier heading toward the All Star break. Although, although I think the stretch from November to Christmas is the most grueling part of the schedule. Orlando just Orlando is gonna if Orlando has playoff aspirations. If Orlando is actually really good. We're going to know very, very early on. Um, you know, this could end up like a New Orleans situation a few years ago where the Pelicans really struggled early in the season with Zion Williamson, um, knowing that they had a really much easier, much more manageable schedule coming down the stretch or coming down on the back end. But this schedule is brutal. Um, I, I really can't say it any other way. Again, six of the first eight on the road, a five-game a four game, a five game homestand, and then 16 of 22 on the road. There's at least... Two instances there where the Magic do have consecutive home games. Opponent-wise, it doesn't get much easier until the All-Star break. But after the All-Star break, the Magic actually do have some light. And I think that's that's really uh, important. Um, 
if the Magic can build some momentum, if the Magic can stay in the playoff hunt by the All-Star break, there's a real chance the Magic could do something with that. Orlando will play 15 of its final 21 games at home, including four of its final five games at the Amway Center. That includes uh, the Magic will play consecutive road games on the road just once after the league, after the All-Star break. So Orlando has a very home-heavy back half of the schedule. This includes a season, the season-long six-game homestand for March 11th through 22nd, and that includes only three opponents who are likely playoff teams, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, and Golden State. That's March 13th against Philadelphia, March 15th against Brooklyn, and March 22nd against Golden State. This feels very similar to the way the Magic closed the 2019 season. Remember, the Magic started off 20-31. and 31. They kind of stayed afloat and then had a really manageable back half of the season. They swept through a homestand, uh, and that gave them the momentum to finish the season. But even that season, they finished, I think, the season with... Uh, they finished the season with their final two games on the road and I think three of their final four games on the road. So it was not an easy path to get to the end of the season. Having said all this, um, the Magic to have their work cut out for them, obviously. New coach, new players, players coming back from injuries. It's going to be rough at the start of the season. I think there will be an adjustment period, certainly for the Magic's young players, certainly for Isaac and Fultz, certainly for Mos- for Jamal Mosley. I-, I think that this schedule is is really set up for the Magic, unfortunately, to, to struggle and-, and to have some difficulties. But if Orlando can buy in, if they can keep the faith, there will be the opportunity toward the end of the season to build some confidence and build some momentum. I, I will say this repeatedly. I know I am a big proponent of winning, and I think winning is a really vital part of player development. Um, this season should not be judged on wins and losses. Just looking at how this roster is made up, unless the team puts itself in the playoff picture, this is not a season to judge on wins and losses. It's going to be about the growth that comes throughout the course of the season. It's going to be tough to find that growth early in the year. That, that I think, is the big takeaway from how the schedule uh, is composed. The Magic will have difficulties winning early in the season, and the Magic are going to have to find ways to say like, hey, buy in, do this the right way, and it'll come back around. The Magic, though, have to win at the end of the season. I, 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 will, I will say that. This isn't about wins and losses. The season isn't about wins and losses. The Magic have to win at the end of the season. They, there will probably be some quote-unquote tanking. There will probably be some holding out some guys for injuries, for minor injuries, but the Magic have to show growth as the season progresses, and the end of the season is set up for the Magic to pick up some victories, to pick up some wins, uh, and to be a factor in that way. I would hope and I would expect the Magic to be able to pick up some wins, and people may be upset at those wins because it might hurt lottery standing, um, but the Magic, I think, want to see that development and that growth from their young players. They want to see proof that this season is you know, is showing signs of, of forward momentum, is showing signs of what this team can be. And again, like I said, this season isn't about wins and losses. Uh, Wins and losses are not how we will judge this season. This season will be judged on growth and the ability to shape this team into a playoff contender. Because I don't think the Magic want to be back in the lottery again, or want to be back in the deep lottery again next year. I would expect the Magic to have a shot and uh, and a fair crack at the top overall pick in this year's draft, or the top lottery odds at least, in this year's draft. I would expect that. Um, I think this team is still a long way away. There's a lot of other factors going into the season, including all the injuries that the team is facing or the team is recovering from. But the Magic want to see positive signs and see an upward trend toward the end of the season. The schedule is set up for them to pick up those wins, to pick to, to gain that confidence, to beat some teams that are probably going to be at the bottom of the standings with them 
And while, again, that might hurt lottery standing, I think that will ultimately be better for the team's development. Of course, everything can change. Um, It's obviously not set in stone that the Magic will be a bad team. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think there's always a chance that the team can surprise and they've got the talent to do so. Um, And so if the Magic are in the playoff race, or, you know, somehow, are in the playoff race toward the end of the season, they're set up to make a run to get to cement that spot. If they're in, if they're just outside the playoff race, they will know. The analytics will show them, hey, our schedule is set up for us to succeed. Um, so we could see another really exciting finish of the season if the Magic can surprise people and pick up some wins uh, in the middle of the season. That's always a long way away, though. That's of course a much more difficult thing to to predict at this point. But looking at the schedule today, it certainly feels like the Magic have their work cut out for them. We'll close out the show here coming up in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. You have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Get all the sports news you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. There's not a whole lot to say again. It's a schedule. There's games. There's 82 of them. We'll, we'll get through them all together. Um, we'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll break down the schedule a little bit more detail coming up later in the week. We'll go through the key stretches and the key games that could very well define the season. Like I said, the beginning of the season is extremely difficult. Um, it's going to be. It's the Magic will have to get off to a good start if they want to uh, uh, get to the playoffs. But I think that will be exceedingly difficult. And so we'll, we'll you know, before the Magic get to the easier part, the schedule that the season may already be uh, written at that point. We'll get to all that coming up uh, over the course of the week. You can of course check out the full schedule on on the Orlando Magic's website, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll begin highlighting some of those key games coming up here in the next few days. 
But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, which are tuned in, Himbling, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.